I'm Katie. Hey, I'm Beth. And we are Pre-PA Clinic, and today we're talking about tips to help you be successful when you've been accepted to PA school. Drum roll. Whoop, 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 and congratulations. Yes, congratulations. If you've been accepted or you plan on being accepted, then you need video because I'm telling you, the first day of PA school is a total shocker. I don't care if you just come from undergrad, it is a different beast. And only people who've been through it uh, understand. So PA school is torture. And I mean that in the very best way, but it really is. It is so much information. And from our experience, the students who get in the weeds the most is that first quarter or semester, anatomy, physiology. Yeah, so a lot of times the first one is your basic sciences. And you think, hey, I've had this before. It's basic sciences. But they go so fast and they go so deep and it's so different from the type of learning that you have an undergraduate. Um, it's very much more critical thinking instead of memorization that students really tend to struggle. It takes about a semester to just get used to PA school, the pace, the rhythm, how much faster it is, the expectations, which are so much higher. So here, we're gonna give you some tips um, in order to prepare yourself before you start PA school. So hopefully you want like not the day before, but actually a few months before so you can get some of these tips. All yeah, right. so make sure you study A&P before you start. So we tell all of our students this, even when we accepted students, we used to say, hey, you know, we uh, recommend you review some anatomy and physiology before you start, because that's typically courses in the first semester. And traditionally, they've been weed out courses in a lot of like medical type and allied health schools. Because the reason for that is because it's so much information, and it's so fast, and it's first quarter. So don't struggle, because you cannot wait until halfway through the semester to realize that you're struggling, because then you just won't make it. It's too late. Uh, yeah, and if, and if you fail a course in PA school, then that's kind of it. We recommend that you study or at least review some anatomy and physiology so you have the basic concepts down. That way you have a good foundation for them to kind of build on. Now, no specific references. Whatever book you use for undergraduate, there's tons of online YouTube videos. Just We don't want you to forget basic concepts like insertions and origins and innervation, brachial plexus. The more you know before you start PA school, the less things you have to learn during PA school, right? Yes. <laughs> it is amazing how people do not do this. Yes. I don't know if we've had any students that have actually done that. Yeah, that's true. At least that's true. to us. Yes, and then uh, non-traditional second career students, you guys really need to hammer it before you come in. Yeah, because a lot of schools have, like, you have to have taken anatomy and physiology within the last seven years. Seven years? Like, oh, my gosh, I would have forgotten everything or something yeah. I took seven years ago, but I haven't used it every single day, right? So, again, brush up on that if you need to. Take a course. Just do some online videos. Get a book. There's tons and tons of ways, and even if it's just 20 minutes a day, I promise you that is going to add up, and you'll be so glad you did. Number one regret, people are like, man, we should have listened to you. We hear that literally <laughs> yes. hour two, day yes. one. Like, yeah, oh, so you were true. right. We should have listened to you. We just had a five-hour academy lecture this morning. Um, yeah, so that's number one. Number two tip is make sure you talk to your family, especially if you're going to be going away from PA school, whether it's your parents or a spouse or a boyfriend. You know, there's lots of people who actually do the long-distance thing. Sometimes their spouse or significant other moves with them. However you're going to do it, just talk to them about some realistic expectations. You know, you're going to be busy, so they're going to think, like, oh, you're at school all day long so when you get home at five it's gonna be like us time <laughs> no right it's not the case study time <laughs> it's study time you're literally studying from the moment you wake up until the moment you go to bed and there's very little time for anything else you're going to miss the family barbecues you're going to miss the date nights you're going to miss a lot of things during yes. k school that takes precedence but you can do anything for two and a half years so just make sure that they're very clear on the intensity of k school yeah, and so, you know, you might have to risk your sorority sister's wedding or, like, whatever. And just realize, just internally realize you're going to have to miss other things. You're going to miss vacations. You're going to miss tons of stuff. But, again, as Katie said, it's two and a half years. And after that, you can live the life of your dreams. 
You just got to sacrifice for two and a half years. So PA school's a long game. Think of how long it took you to get here. You had to have a four-year degree undergraduate. You might have taken another year or two to get some patient care experience. You had to go through CASPA. I mean, you had to go through interviews, take all these tests, everything. So it took a long while to get here, right? Well, it's going to take a little bit to get through, too. You're going to need that same grit and determination to make it through. But once you get to the other side, it is so, so, so worth it. So just kind of keep your eye on it. Uh, but definitely go ahead and plan and do those real expectations. All right, so some other tips to prepare for PA school. It's going to sound really lame, but you need to move to wherever you're going to go to PA school at least a week in advance. And it sounds so ridiculous, but like knowing where the grocery store is and where you're going to get your gas and how to get to school and what traffic pattern is like at that time of day. Getting your internet going. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. Just little things like that because you're going to be so stressed from like day one of PA school that you're not going to have time to like meet with the internet guy, right? Yeah. And so you need to get that all figured out. And so a lot of schools have orientation. Sometimes it's a few weeks before, sometimes it's a few days before you actually start. Make sure you're in town for orientation. Then we recommend you to stay in town after orientation. Just get used to the, the feeling of the new town. Um, a lot of times schools will have like Facebook groups so you can meet some of your students before you actually meet them in class. Um, you know, you can put it out on Facebook. Hey, I'm moving here. Anybody have any suggestions on where to live? Find yourself a good apartment. Whatever you need to do, but just settle in and nest in um, because you're not going to have time to figure out like where your favorite grocery store is. You're just not going to have time. Like, again, you have so many decisions in the day. If you can delete one of those decisions, it's going to make it so much easier for you. So we've said multiple times how difficult PA school is, and yeah. it is super difficult, but it's also really rewarding, so don't get freaked out yes. about it. Don't cancel your seat deposit. Right. You can totally do this. These are just the things that help students, helped us when way back when, when we were in PA school. So just uh, heed it. Yes. All right. Last thing we're going to talk about here is studying, and I know it's not a sexy subject, but you need to know how you learn. Okay, so the number one, we do advising, which what happens is you get assigned an advisor. Unlike undergrad, where you never really know your advisor, you actually get uh, pretty intimate with your PA school advisor. And so you need to know how you learn. We'll have students that sit down in my office like day two who need advising. They're like, I just don't. I don't even know how to learn. I'm like, well, how'd you learn in undergrad? They're like, I never had to study. You know, I just listened, whatever. Uh, it's going to be different in PA school. You are going to have to study. So some people study by listening, some by reading. I have to take, like, actual physical notes. Like, I can't do it on a computer. I'm old school. And so I know that about me, though. I know that's how I study. When I go to CMEs and stuff, I always print out the notes. And draw stuff out. Yes. Yep. I got, like, 15 different color pens. Like, that's how I roll, <laughs> right? Um, so you need to figure out how you study. Do you study by writing, listening, whatever, reading, whatever? Because you need to figure out before PA school because the students who struggle are the ones who don't know and try to figure out in PA school because you don't have time to try a whole lot of different study methods uh, because you have so much information coming at you so fast. You still have time to study the same thing five different ways, right? Yeah. And the other thing about that is like flashcards, like some people learn really well with flashcards and you just don't have time to make them in PA school. Yes. Like there's no time for that. So figure out a different way to learn. Yes, yeah, and what we tell our students, it's like, you're going to have a class of, I don't know, 30, 50, 100, whatever class you go to of students, and so if it's something that you guys want to learn, like, if every student, say 50 students, if every student wrote three questions about a lecture and put them on a Google Doc that the entire student body can view, that's 150 questions. Like, that would be a good gauge of whether you understood the concept, if you can answer all those questions. So use your other classmates as well. They're going to have different study techniques. They're going to have different backgrounds. They're going to have different expertise. So PA school is not something you do by yourself. I mean, I promise you, you cannot practice physical exam on yourself. Try listening to your own heart. It's actually really hard <laughs> for some reason, like to listen to your own heart. And so you're going to need other people in the class. So use them, use them, especially if you have a bigger class, like use that to your advantage. If everybody writes five test questions and for review, then that's 300 or whatever test questions. So use everybody else in your class as well. 
We hope this helped. If it did, subscribe below so that we can keep bringing more stuff. All right. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. We are pre-PA clinic and are here to help you get into PA school and then get through PA school. If these episodes are helpful for you, we would be so grateful if you would subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. We have so many resources to help you get into PA school and then survive and excel in PA school. From personal statement and CASPA app reviews and feedback, mock interviews, an application to acceptance course, and a PA school membership with everything you need to rock out didactic and clinical year, you can find it all in the show notes. We hope you love this episode and we are so excited for your future and for you to be our colleague. Thank you for listening.